Guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, and up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah, and I want to ask you, are you a low-maintenance friend? <laughs> Do you have any low-maintenance friends out there? Um, and what does low-maintenance actually mean to you? What does a low-maintenance relationship look like? Um, I saw a video on TikTok and someone was basically bragging and I've seen the post too it was like you know I love those people that you can go months without talking to and pick right back up where you left and you know low maintenance friends essentially and I thought it was just me who had a problem with that statement but mm, no <laughs> um so we're going to we're going to uh, pull back some layers on that concept and what it means and what it actually implies versus what's being said. All right. So if you're driving, wear your seatbelt. Yeah. Wear your seatbelt. And if you're at home, get some water and let's, uh, let's pull up a chair, keep it proper. Cause we're going to get into this and it's going to be a very honest conversation. All right. Stay tuned. It's like the age of Aquarius, right? Where I feel like there's more awareness um, being brought to concept of relationships in all aspects. Relationships, what are they? What do they mean? And I think as you get older, um, well, no, not just as you get older, as you mature, your concept of what relationship looks like differs or it becomes a little bit more cemented. Um and friendship especially, I think, is very skewed. Very skewed. Someone compared it to hookup culture. Friendship is starting to look a lot like hookup culture. The reason why is because people are not as committed to friendships. They just want what they want out of them. They treat it like an aesthetic, right? Friendship is more about an aesthetic versus the accountability of the friendship. And I saw someone, they were basically bragging about how they can't, they love that they got low maintenance friends because they can't deal with somebody who wants to be up under them all the time, calling them all the time, yada, 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 wanting to hang out and do this. And then it's just like, I can't have that. My friends and I, we don't talk one or two months and we're good, right? And I felt some type of way about that. And then someone uh, countered her video. And she didn't, like, she wasn't like, you know coming at her hard she was just saying you know i find it funny how people treat relationships nowadays how people treat other people and you still want to call them your friend like you're basically 
publicly shading and sneak dissing a friend of yours who who is making an effort to like try to have you know a bond with you and there's a difference between a high maintenance person and again somebody who's just intentional and consistent and the funny thing is is if you are intentional a lot of times you're not considered low maintenance because the concept of low maintenance what people are actually saying versus what they mean so you say a low maintenance person first of all any relationship requires maintenance right but when people say low maintenance they're talking about somebody who isn't really present or isn't really seeking much from them until they kind of are ready to be a part of the relationship that's basically what it is because if you're saying to me that you go one or two months without talking to your friends and we're cool or whatever it is, it's like mm, okay yes that can be a reality but i speaking for me personally i'll use me personally i'm a pretty low maintenance person overall but I stand on how I feel and how I move in my relationships. So in other words, like the demand is not high. We don't got to talk all the time. I don't talk to most people on a regular. There's a couple of people that I, you know, we have a mutual exchange and we're just chatting and it ebbs and flows, right? But the relationship in itself has a level of intention and trust in it that it can do that, right? There aren't people that I just talk to regularly every day and then just checks out it bottoms out nah because that shit is not cool um but there are people we ebb and flow with right and it's very low maintenance like the requirement isn't high in terms of you know jumping through rings of fire to keep the friendship going it's just intentional effort right a level of consistency versus frequency and i talked about this before but i also have low tolerance which means that I don't participate in relationships where it feels like no efforts being made, right? I don't participate in relationships where it feels like it's very one-sided or I feel like I'm being used or like I'm not being valued in the friendship, right? I don't participate in that because for me, I know I'm not asking for much. So therefore, if what I'm asking for seems like too much, I'm good because you're not I'm not showing up into a relationship seeking anything that I'm not able to give, right? So therefore, what I'm on the receptive end of is going to make me feel some type of way, right? Either I'm going to really appreciate it and, and continue to cultivate that, or I'm going to recognize, all right, this person's kind of half-assing, right? And they're cool with the relationship being what it is because they don't have to give anything until it's time for them to get what they want, okay? And the whole low maintenance concept, I feel like kind of, it, it creates this imbalance, but it also makes people feel bad about wanting to cultivate a relationship. Even further along, there's this concept of like, you know, comparing friendship to hookup culture where it's like somebody is hooking up the concept of friends with benefits. It's something that I really don't like and I feel like is very degrading to what a friendship actually is. A friendship is a benefit. If you have solid friends in your life, that's a benefit to your life. It's a benefit to your health, your mental peace, your emotional space, your emotional health, and all around life longevity. If you have solid friends, that is a benefit literally to your health. Okay, so the friend with benefit thing doesn't make sense because 
all that is, is just you saying, oh yeah, we're friendly because it allows you to have access intimately to a person without the responsibility of the relationship. Oh, so we're friends. No, if you're friends, you would be a little bit more intentional about this friend, not just when you want to have sex with them. You get me? And it makes other people feel bad who want more in the relationship. And like uh, the woman said, she said, you know, a lot of people treat their friendships like leftovers. And truth of the matter is the only difference between your friendship and somebody that you're dating is the fact that you're having sex with the person that you're dating. Otherwise, the friend friendship is is literally across the board the same exact thing. It's the same kind of relationship. Somebody would be like, oh, yeah, but what about moving in and living with them? You have roommates, right? Right? Sometimes you move in with your friends, and that becomes this whole other thing. It's an intimate relationship, right? The only difference is, like, you see the other person naked. So the whole friends with benefit concept doesn't make sense in theory. It's just somebody trying to bypass the responsibility of a relationship, and what you're calling a friend is actually no. It's just an associate that you want to have a closer relationship with only to get what you are seeking from them, right? So it's not even a friendship. Because you'd have a little bit more respect for your friend if they were really your friend, if we're going by the friendship standard. I think a lot of people nowadays just want the aesthetic of people, right? Versus the responsibility that comes with taking care of those people and being reciprocal with those people and being intentional about those people, okay? And the if you are a low maintenance person, I want you to ask yourself, am I actually low maintenance or do I just not ask for what I need? Right? Because I think for me, I'll be real with you, there I've gotten to the point where I hadn't where I don't ask for much and I'm very self-sufficient be, for a lot of reasons, but I think a main one is like, okay, maybe I'm asking for too much. Right? Maybe me trying to make plans or do something is is too much and it's not. Truth be told, it only feels like too much for somebody who isn't willing to give much, right? Energetically, it feels too much to make plans with somebody or do the friendship thing with somebody who has no desire or intention. You could feel that. You can feel it, right? Because you're hesitant. And even thinking about a relationship, like if somebody's making you feel like, oh, your your expectations are too high and you're seeking more. And it's like, what is more exactly? Because if we're having sex and we're being intimate, that kind of skips a couple of things. Intimacy into me see, right, is a big deal. Is a very big deal. And the more we recognize the um, the delicacy of that and what it creates, I think the more uh, respectful we'll be of that space. And regardless of what side you're on, I think it's just important to recognize the funny thing is, and again, going back to the video, she was like, now, if you're in a relationship with somebody and they're blowing up your phone and they want to see you all the time, it's not a problem because in your head is like, oh, well, that's my boyfriend or that's my girlfriend. So yeah, it's cool. It's like, what's the difference? You're having sex with them. That's the only difference. Right. There's no difference in terms of effort and intention. It's just a matter of who you want to invest in and who you don't. And that's what people are afraid to say. 
you know, so it's like I'll put it back on you and make it seem like you have too high demand or you too high maintenance. And a lot of times, no, that's not it. If anything, it's just that you're not willing to meet this person where they're where they're meeting you and how they're showing up. You want somebody on your terms and your conditions like go get a fucking dog or a cat or a pet. And even then, they probably a little bit more high maintenance than an actual friendship is. And granted, there are some friendships out there that may be a little bit um, demanding and high maintenance, but I can guarantee you that is not the uh, the overall, especially when people are talking about low maintenance. I just recognize that people don't know how to do relationships. People are very careless in terms of the people in their lives. And it's it's very noticeable. It's very palpable. It's very sad, to be honest with you. And also, it leaves a bad taste because it's like, what are you actually seeking then? Right? What are you actually seeking? And then when this person responds and they stop trying, they stop making an effort with you, now they're the problem. Now they take things too far or now they're getting mad over nothing. It's like, no, people have feelings and how you treat people affects them. Now, there's a difference between somebody wanting something from you and you're not wanting the same thing. And that boundary is kind of clear because you're not giving them the impression that there um, that there is something versus you showing up and moving in a certain way and they're in, in such a way that indicates that this is a relationship, this is a bond, whatever, Um and them acting upon that because it's like, oh, cool. Like, we're both on the same page in terms of this relationship. I want that too. Dope. Cool. Let's lean into that. Right? It's a big difference between that and somebody who's seeking something from you that you didn't give them, them the impression that you actually wanted. And again, a lot of people out here, you know, once someone starts holding you accountable... Or they are they they speak on their shit. Now they're a problem. Now they're too high maintenance. Now they're too demanding. Now they're too needy. Now they're too clingy. We all have needs. The funny thing is, some people pick and choose how they use other people to get their needs met. So they don't get everything from one person. And in life, yes, that's just how it is. Like not every relationship serves the same purpose, but. There's a difference between going around and having satellite relationships, right, to get what you need from each one versus being intentional in all the relationships that you have and understanding that you guys, there's a different relationship I have with this person. There's a different relationship I have with this person just by design because we are, they're all different people and we kind of operate on different levels. Like there are some friends I get to talk books we're chilling. You know, we talk about books, we talk about food or whatever. Other people, we chat life or we just shoot the shit, right? But the relationship is still very intentional. So there's not this thing of like, oh, I'm going to go to this person and talk about this and I'm going to go to this person like a switch. No, it's just literally how the relationship is and what it actually cultivates. And I think it's so important that we actually start being a little bit more honest about what we think about people. Um, and the relationships we have versus kind of putting it on the other person that they're asking too much because it's, it's gaslighting, guys. 
right? And the whole low maintenance thing, what it comes from is somebody at some point in time told somebody that their needs were too much and they probably weren't. The other person was just too emotionally immature uh, to even want to pour into the relationship, again, beyond their own needs. It's a level of selfishness and one-sidedness that's very, very, very apparent in a lot of today's relationships, you know? And then everybody that's preaching, well, I have a wife or I have a husband, I have family, I have kids, whatever. I'll be real with you. Funny thing about social media is it really tells on everybody. So those same people that are preaching how busy they are with their families and shit got wandering eyes and are also keeping tabs on those same people, right? You have no time to invest in a relationship with a person, but you have all the time in the world to keep tabs on what they're doing in their life. So again, you want the information of their life without participating in it. People make time where they want to make time. And it's just... That's just what it is, right? Uh, the whole concept of priorities, like I said on a, a video, is organized choices. Priorities and obligations are kind of different because, yes, we all have priorities, right? We all have organized choices. But what we obligate ourselves to are very different, right? Just because you have kids doesn't mean you're a good parent, right? And we see that in the world, right? People are still healing from their parents, right? Just because you are in a marriage or a relationship doesn't mean you're intentional and faithful in that relationship. Doesn't mean you're not entertaining other people in relationships. Like it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you are so occupied in this relationship that is keeping you from everything else. That's not what it is, right? People just have a hard time about being honest in terms of what kind of friendship they're looking for and what kind of friendship they are, what kind of friend they're willing to be. Or even, you know, when it comes back to dating, somebody who's like, oh, yeah, you're asking too much or you're too needy or you're coming on strong. It's like, no, a lot of times, no. Right. If you think that it's OK to be intimate with somebody off the bat and they're not supposed to have some kind of feelings or visceral response to that, then you're being selfish and what you're doing is you are manipulating the the conditions of the relationship to have your needs met versus actually pouring into the relationship for both parties involved. Okay. One of the things I said, um, I was talking to my buddy and we were just chatting and one of the things I, I said to them, I was like, I appreciate our friendship. The reason why is because we both keep coming back to check the furnace. We both keep coming back to check the furnace or we both keep returning to the hangout spot where we met, right? So think of your relationship as a hangout spot, right? The way I see it in my head is like, it's just this empty parking lot. It's the chill spot, right? And my friend and I, we keep planning to come back to this spot. We just, we just keep showing up, right? We always seem to be there. Or even if the furnace is like, we keep just checking the furnace to make sure it's on, make sure it's working. And that's what a relationship looks like, is both people returning back to the same spot. The, the spot is your relationship. Now, versus, let's say you are, I also used like uh, a fire, right? Um, there's wood, a campfire. There are some people who return to the fire to add more wood. Every time they return to the fire, 
they have wood with them and they throw the wood in to keep the fire going. There are other people who only come to the fire to be kept warm, right? So in your relationships in life, recognize the people who come to the fire to, to put more wood in the fire to keep it to keep it going because it keeps both of you guys warm. And the person who only returns just to be kept warm. Okay? And once you recognize who those people are and what they look like, then you can make some changes because you can understand that, all right, cool. They never seem to come back to the hangout spot, but they always seem to return to the fire. Right? They never seem to come back to the hangout spot. Whenever I say, hey, are we meeting up or whatever? Hey, are we still pouring into this relationship, a.k.a.? They're always busy or they can never do it. But if I have a fire going, right, and they know I'm warm and I'm willing to keep the fire going, they always seem to return when they're cold. When the world is cold to them, that's when they come back around, right? They need warm, so they come back around. But they never seem to be carrying any firewood. So understand that. Understand the difference, recognize how it feels, and be mindful when you say low maintenance, what does that actually mean? And if you're a low maintenance person, what does that look like to you? Because a lot of times low maintenance just means you don't ask for your needs and you're low maintenance because you want to be accepted by the people around you. Oh, yeah, this person's cool. This person. Yeah, they don't. They're whatever. They're real low key. Da, 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 they go with the flow. And a lot of times we're going with the flow, but it's against our internal current. OK. Don't allow yourself to be in spaces where your needs are not considered just for the sake of other people feeling OK about it. Because anybody who's not willing to check in and or take care of your your feelings in the relationship is not there for you and you shouldn't be there for them. And dating the same thing is like, you know, be intentional, because if you're intentional up front, you get to figure out how somebody's willing to be intentional about you. OK. You get to tell someone or you get to tell a lot about somebody based off of that. And there's such a difference between being high maintenance and also uh, versus very intentional, right? And again, low maintenance people also have a low tolerance. Just because you don't require much to sustain a relationship doesn't mean you don't deserve intentional effort and consistency and value. Those things are not interchangeable, okay? So if you're going to be low maintenance, make sure you have high boundaries. If you're going to be low maintenance, make sure you recognize what intention looks like and what it feels like. Okay. But recognize just because somebody's saying that you're asking for too much doesn't mean that you are. Because I'm pretty sure their jobs demand a hell of a lot from them. Their families probably demand a hell of a lot for, from them and they're willing to show up for it. And they say, well, that's my job. That's my my family. It's like, well, yeah, those are things that you chose. The job wasn't thrust upon you. You chose that job. And regardless of how stressful it is, you still show up. Why? Because there's an incentive there for you. When it comes to your family, that's a family that you chose and you have. Yes, those are the circumstances now, but that's a choice that you're making, right? So when it comes down to it, we are always making organized choices, a.k.a. priorities, and just because we have obligations does not mean we're adhering to them. If somebody wants to be in your life, they will intentionally show it. And even if there are spaces where there is a lack of communication, you will always know the relationships that are valued because people are very intentional about how they take care of it and they keep showing up to the hangout spot. I promise you.
understand this applies to relationships that are mutual if the impression is that you guys are actually friends or in connection versus trying to kind of uh, will a relationship with somebody. Um, I think I was saying before, like earlier this week, it's like I'm not really in a season to be um, or in general, I think in life in general, I don't give the impression to people that we're friends if we're not. The reason why is because I know for me how I'm willing to pour into my relationships and I don't have the capacity to do that for every person I come across. And I don't feel that connection with everybody I come across, to be quite honest. So therefore, I'm not out here calling everybody a friend. The reason why is because I know most people are not out here looking to be a friend in return, right? Some people are just looking for a friend that's a friend to them. And for me, it's like, I don't seek a relationship that I'm not willing to invest in mutually. So I'm not going to give the impression that we're friends just to get something from another person. It's like, nah, nah. So like, even in this season, it's like, you know what? I'm just focusing on the places that are equally yoked. And that feels like peace to me because it doesn't really, um, it doesn't detract, right? It doesn't, it doesn't take away, right? It's not taking from me, right? I'm being poured into and there's an equal exchange and they're being poured into. And sometimes that's cool. And I think it's so funny because <laughs> for a point in time, people are only like, yeah, I'm not looking for a relationship, meaning romantic. And it's like, now it's like, I'm not even looking for friendship. Like, the fucking bar is in hell these days. And it's, I'm not looking to be a part of that. Like the friendship pool, it's got some work to do just because I think people have work to do. And we're starting to understand that more. Friendship is a relationship. It is not a hobby. It is not a buffer. It is not a pastime. It is not something you could just sit in a corner and expect it to be just fine when you come back. No, you're dealing with another person, experiences, emotions, etc. And if you cannot show up, don't call that person your friend. Just say it's somebody you know that you have history with, because that is a lot easier than somebody being in a confused space of like, oh, wait, I thought we were friends and apparently you're treating me like we're not. Or I see how you treat other people and you treat me very differently. And that's a thing too. Right? Don't say you're somebody's friend and you treat them like shit, but everybody else in your life that you actually consider a friend, you, you kind of show up for them. That's not the vibe at all. Right? So think on those things, whatever side of the, the fence you are, you're on. And the thing, like I said, as far as priorities go, we will always make time for the things that we prioritize and we will always be too busy for the things that we don't want to be too busy for. Or we don't want to have time for. We will always be too busy for the things we don't want to make time for. And that's just the belly of the beast. Okay? So, be mindful. Keep keep an eye on the relationships where both parties are returning back to the meeting spot. Value those relationships. Value the people that bring more wood to the fire. Right? Be one of those people that bring more wood to the fire. And go from there. All right. I appreciate you guys. 
Hope you have an amazing week. I hope you're around people that just value you, and I hope you value the people that you're around. Um, yeah, the books are coming, guys. The books are coming. Um, so just hang tight. Thank you for your patience. Um, yeah, just know as soon as they come, signed, sealed, delivered. And yeah, we go from there. I hope you guys are enjoying the e-journal. Hope it's helping you. If you haven't gotten it, it's on the Coloring Book website. The link is in the bio. Um, yeah, leave a rating for the podcast if you like what you're listening to. If you want one-on-one coaching, um, life, life stuff, get at me. Uh, we could do that. I have a couple of slots open moving into the fall. Fall is all about change. And, you know, leaves falling away to make space for new leaves. You get me? So, uh, I think that's it. I really think that's it, guys. I think that's it. Yeah, Patreon. I'm going to become a Patreon supporter. That's there. If you want to become an Apple Podcast subscriber, um, early episodes, ad-free, and bonus content. Uh, bonus episodes. So, all that's good stuff. Shout out to my supporters and my subscribers. I appreciate you guys soy, soy, soy much. Y'all the dopest. Y'all the realest. And uh, we just keep leveling up from here. All right? Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take flight.